excrement. Excellent. Well, hello everyone. Hello everyone and welcome back to another round of Controllers and Couches. Controllers and Couches. You are Full Metal Chicken. Yes, I am the Full Metal Chicken. And I am the Steph Fafar. And this is Couches and Controllers where we talk about books, movies, TV shows, games, Science, music, music, technology. Stuff's that's happening in the world. Oh, these updates help protect you in an online world. Yeah. Really. Just lovely. Um, today, sir, is drinking his Ceylon tea. Ceylon. I am sticking to water. Um, but yeah, what's new in your world, sir? What are your updates that you have for um, us? Well, today I had the big breakfast and... Yeah, we decided to go out for the brunch. Yes. It's, um, our third annual... Brunch and Super Bowl. Brunch and Super Bowl. Monday. So. So it was quite interesting to see. Well, is it? Well, technically, this wouldn't be a spoiler alert. No, would it, but the game's already out. The game's. Yeah. Everyone knows the score. So who you who who were you going for? I was an eagle today. Yeah. So I thought, okay, maybe go for the Patriots. But, I'm a little uh, over um, Brady, to be honest, and his wife Giselle. Did you know that Giselle's the head coach? No, I didn't for know the that. Um, Pats at the moment. I thought she was the like the CEO of the NFL. Oh, she fucking wishes. <laughs> Let me tell you. But yeah, so um, good work to the Eagles. MKR is back. This is week two. Um, I love MKR. It's the only time that I really watch, besides obviously the Aussie Open, and that was a big disappointment this year. Yeah, it was. Um, I stopped after week one, but um, the only time I really watch free-to-air TV is for MKR and for Australian Open, so we're up to the second week of MKR today. I've been live tweeting as well, so that's been fun. And we fun. also picked up, we adopted some more living things. Yeah, so... But this time it's from the Plantae Kingdom. Yeah, so we put we put Flora on that list. So, uh, yeah, we uh, we picked up some bromeliads because, um, you know, they, they get rid of things like toluene and benzene and all that sort of stuff. And since we have a lot of literature in the house literature <laughs> the, the breaking down of the glue and everything and the ink too the ink is not that great in the long term so we figured we'd get some little things in the house to make it look a bit more uh, and before anyone asks they're non-toxic to the children yep um they've been eating the one that sits in my room they keep waking me up so and i keep yelling it. at them so i think that from tonight onwards i think i'm going to have to move it to the kitchen yep but yeah, and we also picked up, I've always wanted to get succulents and cacti. Yeah. And so we've done that as well. I have a ton of them. They're great. We've only come up with one name, um, the massive uh, prickly cacti, Which the is... tall one. It's supposed to, it can grow 1.8 metres. It's currently, I think, like 15 or 20 centimetres. Yeah. We have to repot it in a bit, but we just, because it was kind of, I don't want to use the word flaccid, yeah, it but was bending over a because bit. this like it didn't have that much water. Yeah, it was so just tilting. It was I'm like the the Leaning Tower of, of pizza. pizza. Yeah, so we thought we'd um, water it a little bit, get it back straight, and then when it can handle a transfer, um, we're going to repot it. But that can grow up to one point eight meters, yeah, which so I'm really excited for. It's going to be cool. And then, we call it Prickly Rick. Yeah, Prickly Rick. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, some of these cacti are really cool. But 
We were going to get aloe vera. We wanted to get aloe vera, but then unfortunately, it's poisonous. To Not to us, but to, us. to the floofs. To floofs. So we're not going to take that chance. Because I guarantee you, the bunnies would take a chunk out of that. and If we had them running around, yeah. And you just don't want to, like, take a chance. Do you know what I mean? No. You just kind of go, it's not worth it, even though you monitor them, and it's not like you're going to put the aloe vera on the ground when the rabbits yeah. are having playtime. But you still just... I don't want to take the chance. Yeah. But any mahoozle, uh, bookish things. What have you read? Um, I read half a chapter of Artemis. Just half a chapter? Half a chapter because I got stopped. What, got, what made you stop work? Fridge alarm. <laughs> so, yeah, I got stopped. Um, but I figured that I'd put the, the audiobook thing on. Oh, you've been listening to the audiobook. So I've been listening to the audiobook. So... Hypothetically, I'm about five chapters ahead of where I'm reading. Oh, that's good. So, Do you have good reads? Because you should really... It'll make you feel better. And then you can log how far through the book you are. Or through the audiobooks. Because technically, listening to an audiobook is reading the book. Yeah. So where you can feel a bit more proactive, you know, and feel like you're doing stuff. And you can track your reading a bit better. But the problem being is trying to... I mean, that's why I switched to the, like, the audio. Yeah. But because there's so much... Like ambient noise, and you can't hear it well. We have people who like to make loud noises and bang yeah. metal together, so you miss out on bits. And also, I think uh, I guarantee you, I've got some form of industrial death. <laughs> so guaranteed, I think everyone something's missing. Something's missing. So yeah, but I think now that that is sort of a little bit of a better way to go through things. I need to actually just get back into reading. Yeah. But I think once I finish Artemis, I'm going to go back to um, Seven Deadly Wonders. Oh, uh, Matthew Riley's yeah. Jack West Jr. series. He released the title of um, the new book. Ooh. I can't remember what it is. Hold on. I'm so sorry. I can't believe I didn't even prepare for this. Um, come on. I just want them to... It'd be good if Netflix brought out a series. Netflix. 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 If Netflix brought out a series of well, Mark, Mark Riley. Someone Mark, Mark, has the yeah. rights to the movie, but I hope, like, exactly the same as you. I've been wanting this TV show oh, yeah. for years. Um, it's, not, it's not even on Goodreads yet. Are you kidding me? I'll just have to go to his Twitter. Sorry, so two seconds. Hiding. Two seconds. Um... He announced it on Twitter. It's probably even on his Instagram. I just don't want to use my phone because that's what we're recording with. Matthew Riley. R I. Is it R E? R E I double L. E Y. Yeah. Da 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 he didn't even tweet about it. So it's all... all oh, my God. So I've all, gone through two social medias and they're still not there yet. Ugh. Ugh. Just nothing. The three secret cities. I thought it was the three secret circles and I'm like, that can't be right. <laughs> but, yeah, it's the three secret cities. Um... So, yeah, and I still have to read the book before this in the yeah. series. Um, it's supposedly coming out on the 8th of November, so, Ooh. yeah. I don't know how that's going to fit around exams, 
but we can make it work. But yes, like Michael was saying, um, I had a bit of a slip and we went to QBD today and we picked out six books to add to the collection, which brings my catalogue entries up to 666, which I like. What do we have here, good sir? We have the contest by Matthew Riley. We have The Secret of Excalibur by Andy McDermott. We have Warcross by Mary Lou. We have the official history of ASIO from 1949 to 1963. So this is volume one and it's called The Spy Catchers. Uh, we've also got Everless by Sarah Holland and The Lies of Loch Lamora by Scott Lynch. Yes, because we had books two and three for um, Gentleman Bastard. Yes. But we needed to get book one. And they had it today, so I was like, hey, while we're here, let's just pick it up. Yeah, and just get it. And everyone, um, Warcross is similar, allegedly, to the um, Ready Player One that I was telling you about. And I made you read the blurb, but this is the best cover we've seen. So it was a good cover. We just keep finding really really shit ones lately so that's why we've decided to go for that one and um i figured i'd like to learn a bit more about my future employer azio and um the early days so yes and this author uh david horner 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 he wrote all those sas books that Mm. we have so yeah cool but apart from that i also finished stalking jack the ripper by Kerry Maniscalco. I ended up giving that book four out of five stars. I I enjoyed it, but it was just not not worth a five star, unfortunately. It wasn't why not. They focused a bit too much on the romance as opposed to the mystery murder thriller aspect. So I wasn't really down for the historical fiction romance aspect of it. And they've marketed it as a young adult book. When personally, I think it's more of a new adult or an adult book because um, you're talking about autopsies and death and mutilated bodies. So I don't think that that necessarily fits within the YA genre. But that's just me. On a little quick side note, one thing that we are going to get since we've been watching Black Books... Uh, is the little book of calm? Oh yeah, who so, sells that? I wonder. Um, at the moment, we can get it through a few places, um, but it's actually by Paul Wilson, <laughs> and um, you know it's very much a case of promotion by Bill Bailey. Yeah. So you know, write down your worry, breathe deeply, avoid tense people, massage your forehead with a crowbar, you know that sort of stuff, <laughs> or a brick. So, um, uh, imagine going to QBD and asking for that to be ordered and saying, Hi, can I order this book? And then her being like, Oh, yeah, what's the ISBN? <laughs> <laughs> she like she wouldn't get the joke, but anyway, uh, moving on, I picked a quiz for us today, and that is which cactus are you? Ooh. Okay, so here we go. Are you a morning person or a night owl? Morning, morning, morning. It's time to throw up. Um, I um, think we're morning people. We, yeah, we, we, I'm we a morning about, person. Yeah, morning. I'm a morning person. Uh, blue eyes or brown eyes? Um, brown for me. Blue. Blue for you. Yeah. 
sunflower seeds or spinach or spinach. Sunflower seeds or spinach? Both. So we've got leaves or bird seeds? I would go for sunflower seeds, thank you very much. Mm. So all we have to choose from is leaves or bird seeds. I'm going to go for leaves. Oh, actually, what do I go for? I like sunflower seeds. I eat them regularly. Yeah. But you go, you like spinach, so yeah, you go so for go spinach. Leaves. Yeah. Uh, Twilight or Breaking Dawn 2? The OG. Twilight for me. So the OG. You go for, what do you want? What do you prefer? Do you prefer when they first met and she gets her leg broken? Or do you prefer when, after she's given birth to Renesmee and their living life and then their whole futures are coming jeopardy and, you uh, know, everyone could potentially be wiped out by the Volturi and then everyone lives happily ever after at the end and you find out that there's a bit of um, uh, paedophilia happening and... See, see, this opens up a whole Can new... This is potentially a whole podcast right here, purely because I've grown up around really, really badass werewolves and badass vampires playing 40K and... Well, we can discuss it in this podcast if you want. Oh, uh, maybe not, but okay. it, it's, it's a big podcast. So, but, yeah. you're going to go for Breaking Dawn or OG Twilight? Uh, um... Uh, maybe I'll just go OG. Okay, I'm going OG too. Sneaking out or sneaking in? Um, out, bruh. All in. I'm going to go... Ooh, I don't do either of those yeah. things. But I'm just going to say out, bruh. If I, okay, well, maybe we think of it like the ninja perspective. I can sneak into a room. So I'm going to go all I in. I can't sneak into okay, a room. Okay, so I'm going to go all in. I'm a ninja. Okay. Heartbreaking or heartbroken? Um, Heartbreaking. Then there's like, a, like <laughs> the um, crocodile brackets. Yeah. The, the greater than. Yeah. And and the number three to signify heart. I don't have a heart or anything for you. So. I'm gonna go for I don't have a heart. I really hope I get a Venus flytrap, but I know it's not a cactus. So heartbreaking or heartbroken. Um, so heart. I don't have a heart or anything for you. I'm gonna go heart. Maybe. Otherwise, I wouldn't function as a human being. It doesn't have to be statistically. you know, cardiopulmonary, you know. <laughs> uh, bucket hats or beanies? Ooh. Beanie, beanie for sure. See, I like bucket hats because... You like bucket hats because you're a guy and you don't have yeah. much hair. Yeah. I'm a girl and the only time I really wear hats are to keep my brains in and I use beanies during winter. And then there's uh, throwing up or cleaning up and we have fireball plus espresso. <laughs> Pats on back. Pats um, on back. Well, well, that's for throwing up. So Pats on back isn't for throwing yeah, up. Yeah, it is. Pats on back is thanks for cleaning up for me, bro. Is it? I thought... no, but Fireball it's not... and espresso is what's going to make you throw up. Oh, okay. Isn't so... it? Is it? I don't know. What the hell's a fireball and espresso? That is an interesting concept. What's coming up as? Something weird, I guess. Yeah, that's a fireball shot. Ah. That's what's going to make you throw up, mate. Cinnamon espresso fireball shot. Well, there you go. We've so discovered something. So I'm going to go for pats on back because, look, but this perceives the question. Would you rather be the one throwing up or would you rather be the one cleaning up if someone's else throw up? Um, well, I don't like throwing up, so I'm just going to go for cleaning. It's, it's easy. You can kill it with fire. I've never had alcohol. Like, I have had alcohol. So we go pats on back. But can I stomach cleaning up someone else's vomit? 
Probably not. So you're going to go Fireball and Espresso. Go Fireball Yeah, I want to go Fireball and Espresso. Uh, Criminal Minds. Oh, oh, don't do this to me. Sorry, I'm going Rick and Morty. <sighs> Criminal Minds or Rick and Morty. I love them both for two very distinguished things. But I'm going to have to go with Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds, done. Because I watched that. I've seen one. Yeah, okay. Platform heels or drug deals? Being tall or being high? I don't... I'm straight X. I'm yep. straight edge. So being tall? So I'm going for being tall. Being tall. Slow dancing or fast dancing? Uh, slow dancing like it's 1957 or fast dancing like dancing like it's 1999? Um, here's the deal. Yeah, I yeah. don't remember how to dance. I'm classically trained though. So yeah. I would slow dance like it's 1957, providing I had a partner who could lead me around and didn't so, mind if I stepped, up, stepped on his or her toes. So, so slow dancing. Yep, I'm going slow dancing. So do I go fast dancing then? But what I, do you do? I can slow dance. But, but do I, you prefer to fast dance? Bust, break it down? You yeah, bust break it a down. move. So you're 1999. Sewing or knitting? Chunky scarves or seams and stuff? I can do both, but I prefer the art of knitting because you do that on your own time. Okay. Whereas seams and shit is because you've got to repair shit. Okay, I'll do the repairing. I'm going to go seams You don't and have stuff. to choose the opposite of what I want. No, 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 but I'm not... I'm, I, <laughs> I can't knit. So, um... Uh, rolling eyes or rolling your R's? Both, but eye rolls for me. That's my signature move. I eye roll a lot. I'm gonna put. Uh, lefty or righty? I'm a righty. Is this righty like minority? Right? Yeah. Uh, right. Righty. Righty right. Okay, then we have hiking or biking. Hiking. And we've got wheels and hikes in the woods. Uh, hiking, hiking, hiking. Hikes in the woods. Yeah. Are you more afraid of snakes or speeders? Fuck. Oh, shit. Eight legs, legs, bro, or no legs, bro? Both. Yeah. Um, but he's the deal. Out of the two of them... I would shit my I shit myself over a spider, let alone waking up and fucking finding a snake in my kitchen. Yeah. So I'm gonna go for no legs, bruh. Because I can deal like you can't spray mortine at a fucking See, but spy, some spite, I mean, like, if I saw a snake, I tend to just kind of go, eh. Yeah, but you're born that way, yeah. okay? So you're I'm going to go... from the country. I'm going to go I'm eight not, legs. I'm going to go no legs, bruh. Okay, then we have Taylor Swift or Florence Welch. Uh, T-Swizzle. T-Swizzle or Flo. T-Swizzle. I don't know who the other... I have no idea either. Oh, Florence and the Machine. She's Florence from Florence oh. and the Machine. Actually, they're pretty good. So well, maybe... I'll go Flo then. So I'll go Flo. And then we have bubble baths or onesie pajamas. Uh, onesies. <laughs> so we got tub time and red wine or onesies. 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 I have a onesie, zebra onesie. I haven't worn it in years though. And then we have. <laughs> would you rather light the cat on fire or walk the dog in the rain? Walk. I am not about to torture my child. Walk the so dog. So I ain't doing infernal ki- inferno kitty. I'm doing wet dog. Um, would you rather shoot a chicken or shoot a deer? Uh, venison is part of a healthy breakfast. Chickens aren't real animals, so I'd shoot them all. I eat um, chicken at least once every two days, so I'm have to go for the chicken. Um, just saying, hypothetically, if you were to shoot a chicken, the thing would explode. Yeah. So, um, especially with a sawn-off shoddy with incendiary rounds. <laughs> so, um, I'd probably go venison. You go, girlfriend. Yeah. 
So... Who would you rather marry? Ma or Ken? Who's Ma and who's Ken? I'm assuming Ma is on the left and Ken is on the right. Or is Ken the guy and Ma the girl? Maybe Ma. Ma's the girl? Alright, I guess I'm marrying you, Ken. What? How is this a cactus? You're sad. I got Ken. So, you got... How is this a cactus? What the fuck is this? You're sad. Sad man. How is this about being a cactus? Is a cactus a a band? I What the hell is this? This is... (laughs) This is... This is not the content I subscribed for. Well, we got jibbed, so this was bullshit. Um, I got Ma. I'm fun-spirited and mean-hearted. I got A good person and a close... And a great closet tag along. You like wearing chokers? Nope. Eating s'mores and staying out on school nights? Incorrect. My sign is Aquarius, or maybe it's not. It's not. You like wearing free people and your eyes change colour? No. Brown all the way down. Oh, yeah. So I got Ken. Uh, It says, you're sad. Sad man. Good at cooking. You can't really roll your eyes. Horrible driver. Great musician. Virgo. Dog lover. Homebody. Stubborn and never wears pajamas. Extreme morning person. You'd rather make arthritis jokes and drink orange juice. Oh my god, it's you. It's you. Uh, Okay, so yeah, that that quiz doesn't count. Yeah, don't worry about that. Okay, yeah, don't worry about that. My bad. Okay, on to the more serious note. I marathoned American Horror Story Roanoke. Uh-huh. I finished it the day after we finished, well, we recorded last week's podcast. If there was a star system, okay, this is how it works. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone, but the season is split up into two parts. So in the first half, we have like a documentary set up where there are people in being filmed like a documentary uh, explaining what happened and telling their side of the story and documenting it. And then there's the reenactment, right? And that half of the season was amazing and it really reminded me of the first three seasons of American Horror Story. And then the second half, they got the reenactment actors and the people who originally went through the events that happened and chucked them in the house and made it like a haunted house. Yeah. And then it becomes Agatha Christie's and then there were none mashed up with, you know, paranormal activity and it just turned into a really, really poor season one of American Horror Story. So if you're just watching the first half of this season of Rona, it's great. But don't go for the second half. So the second half is just shit. Yeah. So it just goes... Yeah, and I it literally, it was just like um, Hotel and the one before Hotel, Circus. Yeah. Where I just watched it because I'm like, it's here. I just want to catch up and watch it. So that way I can say I've watched So they literally had it on the money and then they just yeah. went to shit. Yeah. It was amazing. Like, it rivaled Murder House for me. Maybe even... Asylum. And then they just run out of ideas. Yeah. Great. So, it wasn't great. Yay, murder and gore for everyone. But I like American Horror Story. That's... I liked past tense. Jeez, American Horror Story. I'm, I'm surprised they just haven't done like a whole series on, you know... The Trump. The Trump candidacy presidency. Oh, he probably blocked that too. Yeah. <laughs> I still... I think I want to buy that book though. 
Just that he to... tried to have written off, just to see what it has in there. Probably has sec- government secrets. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> but anyway, trending news. Um, why watch the Super Bowl when you can watch Kylie Jenner's announcement of her baby? You know pregnancy? why? Because she's a new mummy, whereas people don't watch Egyptian history because Tutankhamun is an old mummy. <laughs> so. But anyway, good on her. Do you know what I mean? She's. I know people are going to say, oh my God, she's so young. But let's keep in mind how fast she's had to grow up. And she probably mentally is the age of a 30-year-old anyway. Yeah. Think about how much money she has. Like, if you asked any normal couple today, my age, and said, would you have children tomorrow? They'd say, if I had the money and the financial security, I'd do it tomorrow. So she's got all that. And this kid's not going to want for anything. No. Healthcare, food on the table, clothing in excess. But good on her. So, but, yeah. yeah. What did you think of it? You watched the second half of the video with me this morning. Yeah, I was just like, wow. What's going on? What's going on? Why are they making this it's such a big deal? Yeah, it's like... Because she was, in quotation marks, hiding from the media for so long. Yeah. So she, you know, she was so used to being on Snapchat all day, every day, updating everyone with what she was doing, and then all of a sudden she just stepped away. And that's what everyone obviously knew what was going on, but there wasn't an official word. So no, no, no thoughts on said topic. Um, well, I hadn't really been in. You're not a Kardashian fan. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm, you don't understand what it I'd, means. I'd have more fun taking the bins out. <laughs> so that is actually more enjoyable taking the bins out Talking than watching about the conditions. Ta- uh, taking the trash out. The creator of the alkaline diet. I uh. sent you this story. Yeah. Towards the end of last week. What are your thoughts? Well, the fact that the whole thing has come undone, that he got charged for practicing medicine without a license, and he bought the bloody doctorate online. So, seriously, this guy's just full of shit, essentially. Full of shit. And think about all the poor people who were diagnosed with cancers and illnesses and some people paid like over 77,000 US dollars for his treatments that entailed him putting a solution of sodium bicarbonate through an IV drip good job does that not do more damage to you 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 know what he could have done he could have just got borax it it would have been you know better off yeah that's respiratory like alkalosis yeah that causes more damage to you than horrible horrible so, yeah, so now he uh, faces up to three years in prison. Only. Only. I mean, you think of what damage he's actually done, but it's just... Do you think that the famous, like, celebrities such as Kate Hudson, who brought it to, like, mainstream media, do you think they should play a part? Absolutely, because... Not so much being charged, but should they be charged, do you think? Well, you think about it. They can also be bipartisan in a way. Because they obviously receive some financial gain. They would. If they're promoting something and they don't understand it fully and they jump on the bandwagon and they promote it and people are going to listen to them because they're famous. So as we know, if you're famous, that counts for everything. everything. You know, if you're a a professor in... You don't know shit. Say, for instance, you're a a pharmacist. What the hell do you know? You're a nobody. But, you know... So... Essentially, 
in case some people don't understand what the alkaline diet is, they they want they say that if you have a an acidic system, it's bad. And so that's how you get contract diseases and illnesses. And yeah. So they want it to be more alkaline or basic. So, I mean, for us, we have the the chemical under, chemical knowledge of you know seven is your neutral, zero to seven is acidic, seven to fourteen is alkaline, mm-hmm. and we're going to bounce between. What? 7.25 and 7.45 if you're going to be technical. Yeah. Human physiology for Ooh. the win. So as it's a, a biosystem, it's constantly in flux. It's going to go up and down, up and down. Did they drop charges or did they drop the base? I think they dropped the base. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh about something like that. See, I actually had one person say to me, because your stomach is acidic, that's bad, and you need to lower the, uh, no. the the pH of your stomach so it is basic. Now, obviously, someone coming up to me and saying that to me, I can't help but laugh. I, I, I just, you know, I can't laugh. Now, on the flip side, I know for a fact that people who have, you know, acidic blood disorders and everything, for instance, uh, people who have gout, that deals with, an increase in uric acid so you get high blood acidity but it can be controlled however it's more a case of why would you go along and do the atkins diet when you could potentially sorry yeah alkaline diet my bad um the alkaline diet when you can just i can see what they're getting at the guy's gone okay take all the Foods that potentially going to cre- increase the acidity. High protein is bad. Yeah. High protein, yeah, high protein is bad. High pH is bad. High pH, GNH is proteins, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, your body is compa- compartmentalized yes. to deal with this shit. You need to have both low pH and high pH yes. environments for your body to function. Your body in your regular... You know, if you take aside those extreme compartments, like your stomach being high acidic, you know, and your other organs that promote, you know, alkaline, alkalinity, but your body works on a balance. And that's why I laugh when people are like, oh my God, I need to cleanse my kidneys. I need to go on a seven day lemon cleanse to cleanse my liver. And, you know, that's not how it works. No. You know, your body does that naturally. And it's like, um, not Miranda Kerr, what's her name? The chicken married Sam Hemsworth. Lara Bingle, Bingle Bungle. Yeah. She's like, in her reality TV show, she went and she got, I can't, I don't know, I can't remember what it's called, but you know when you get your large intestine washed out? And she's like, oh, oh my an God. Enema. Yeah, that's it. Oh, not I'm Eminem, Enema. She's going to, you know, it's going to cleanse the toxins. Your butt doesn't have toxins. Your anus does not contain, you know, no part of your digestive tract unless you have opportunistic pathogens or you have some some form of a digestive disorder, which, yeah. you know, it's that's not how it works. And I, I, when was it, 2016, there was a documentary that was broadcast on the BBC and this was the one that I was showing you because Freely was going nuts about how a British woman who is similar to... um, She has a YouTube channel and she's got a Twitter and she's got an Instagram and she's an influencer and all that kind of thing. And she tried to be vegan for a short period of time. I can't remember if it was a week 
or two weeks or three weeks or a month or something like that. And she actually went to one of the British um, dietitians that promotes this diet. And the conditions of this interview were that she can't bring up this guy. You just can't. Because she was trying to separate this guy from the diet, even though they're one and the same. Funny how that works. I don't know. So, um, but yeah, so looking at the the pH, you don't want an extreme scale because the way I look at it and go, if someone's pushing extreme alkalinity within a system, you're still going to get sick as opposed to acidity. If if this guy's dropping like bicarbonate in your body, your body automatically goes, because there's two types, there's there's metabolic and there's respiratory. Sorry, I can't remember. This was like almost a year ago, but there's acidosis and alkalosis. There's respiratory, there's metabolic and... Metabolic acidosis. And respiratory and like there's metabolic acidosis, metabolic alkalosis, respiratory and whatnot. Um, And your body automatically goes in and that whole bicarbonate buffering system is pushed out and then that's when your body starts to purge and you'll be throwing up. Yeah, well, your body's trying to get rid of hydrogen. Well, exactly, because I suppose with metabolic alkalosis, if if you're going to start pushing above 7.45, I guess, yeah. you're going to start, you know, getting sick because you've got too much bicarbonate. So the only way you're going to do it is, you know, just get rid of it. And the way they make it sound was like, this guy doesn't even have a facility. Like, he went to a general hospital and just said to the nurse, oh, yeah, she's my patient. I'm here to literally drop the base. Drop the base. Boom, boom. Do you know what I mean? And you're going to load her up. And what is it? What did he tell them that this was? That this, you know, this solution was before he administered it to them intravenously? Wouldn't you want to know? You, you would. You, you would. And I mean, look at look at the pH of cells, like your, your blood cells, for instance. You want to keep it close to 7.4 because if, just in case some people um, would like to know, uh, pH is uh, hydrogen potential or potentials of hydrogen. And it's Um, a exponential graph. Yes. So just because you go up one level and you go from 6 to 7 doesn't mean that you only have one more hydrogen. It's a factor of 10. Yeah. And this is why essentially... People use saline as an intravenous because it is close to that pH. Now, the the really fun thing, well, not really a fun thing from my perspective being a biochemist, I see cell death as a fun thing because I can see what happens. So when you start... Do you study it like yeah. you're qualified? Yeah. So you start getting cell lysis or cell death. They break apart, they die, they leak everywhere. So essentially... The way I look at it, if you're gonna, if you're gonna push the pH too far either way, if some guy's gonna go, okay, cool, alkaline diet, I'm gonna drop the base. Yep, righto. You know, pumping all this bicarbonate. Oh, look, the pH is now eight point five. Oh, they've got rid of like a percent, a certain percentage of their blood cells. Damn right, they're gonna get a, a drop in percentage of Cause blood cells. Effect. You're gonna get, you know, you're basically causing anemia. Yeah. You you are doing medical grade anemia on a patient. Oh, it cured cancer. No, that did not cure cancer. You've just congratulations. You it have killed your patient in quotation <laughs> marks because you're not an actual doctor. Yeah, you have retrograde and you know anemia. Well done. 
well done, well done. So I look at that and I kind of go, no, that, that that's bad. The, the way you do it, if you're just going to force a certain pH scale on someone, either be, um, say, on a food or beverage side or medically, that's pushing it. Now, I understand there's going to be certain times under a controlled environment you're going to use chemicals to, to adjust. adjust. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, the alkaline diet, I'm a bit of a... <laughs> I understand people saying, like, oh, I don't... If I drink, you know, juices, like natural juices, if I drink teas or coffees, I do it through a straw because, you know, the acidity might damage the enamel on my teeth. That I'm completely behind. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, for oral hygiene and preserving your enamel on your teeth but to be like oh i can't eat acidic food because acidity is bad for my body and like that's not how it works if your body if your stomach is leaching because once it's been digested and turned around in your stomach and it enters your duodenum that's where it's called chyme yeah and if your small intestine starts detecting that your chyme is too acidic it literally stops and closes the sphincter and tells your stomach you're too acidic. You need to I need to bring in more bile to uh, neutralize this chyme. And it slows down the whole process. So your body over a millennia has evolved to make sure that it can deal with this. Yeah. So essentially, look at it as a case of as much as I can see where the guy's going with the alkaline yeah. diet. So, for instance, if you're eating a balanced diet, the, 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 the food pyramid. The food pyramid is a classic ideology by the CSIRO. But another conspiracy. Another conspiracy. But you look at it you go, okay, eat, it's basically eating sensibly. Yeah. So you're going to consume fruit, vegetables. That's going to make up the bulk of your meal. Yeah. You have some protein to supplement your side. So there's your meat, there's your fish, there's your And a your bit dairy. of dessert if, yeah. you know, you feel like, you know, I just... And then you get the people who jump on the bad wagon of, oh, this milk has pus, we must... We must drink raw milk and everything. It's like there's there's another kettle of fish which we can talk about. It's got about. more pus. Raw milk would have more pus. So now, than... and and see that's the thing because yes, do um, recount and um, we watched this documentary that was on Netflix. It's brand new. It's called Rotten. Yep. It's a six mini series standalone. What did you think of it? I thought it was really good. Mind you, this is from um, the American yeah um, American system uh, of... agriculture sort of yeah. side of things. So you we're we saw how things have evolved within the dairy industry, the poultry industry, and bees, bees. Uh, cod, chickens. Yeah. And the one that was most interesting to oh, and peanuts. And peanuts. Um, the one that was most interesting is the fact that the owner of Primo is the same owner of um, Pilgrims. Yeah. And it's owned by a, a Brazilian conglomerate. Absolutely. So, so it's it affects us too in like a wayward kind of way. That's yeah. So that we may touch on that in the next podcast because we we can heavily go into that and it's it's interesting because it deals with how um, a thing called catch chairs or catch shares have been yeah. employed to help conservation, keep the fish stocks up and keep business running. But you find people who have the money will buy will have literally wiped out 80% of the competition. So these are fishers. Yeah. Fi- oh, yeah. So 
I, fishers, fisheries, fishers, fisheries, fishermen, yeah, yeah fishermen, people. So these fishermen are losing their their jobs and can't support their families, lose their boats, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, it was it was quite interesting, but you can see how something like this could impact, you know, mainstream diets because if certain uh, food groups, foodstuffs, whatever, um, are not available, or companies just say, you know what. I'm going to increase the price of this and you're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. It's just a big problem. So, yeah, so back onto the... Uh, the onto a uh, future Netflix TV series. Apparently, um, the script for the pilot of the Witcher series that's been picked up by Netflix Ooh. was completed last week. Um, so, basically, I need to get the books... As and fast I, as I can. And I need to go them. back to playing the games. Yeah, I've played maybe 30 minutes of Witcher. The one you got me, Wild Hunt, actually. Yeah. And then you saw me um, try and kill, kill an enemy uh, on horseback for half an hour. I, I, I took the ranged approach where, like, you know, the, the guy's a higher enemy. He's going to slay me straight away. So I just did drive-by attacks on a horse. For 40 minutes. For 40 minutes. <laughs> but hey, I beat it. I thought out of the box. Yeah, so... <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I'm going to go to the QBD. To the QBD. I'm going to go to QBD, and if they don't have them, I'm going to put in an order and say, yeah. hey guys, I need this, 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 and this. Because, uh, yeah, The Witcher is an awesome game, and... The... How close is the game to the books? Um, slightly close. I mean, they have deviated on certain parts, mm-hmm. but it is pretty close. Um... And in case people aren't wondering, it's by a Polish author. I don't know if I can pronounce this correctly, but it's Andrzej Sapkowski. So it'll be in the episode yeah. notes. I'll put that in there for yeah, you. Yeah. So, so um, all right. And uh, yeah. So basically, skilled monster slayers for hire. If people like watching, you know, supernatural monsters being killed, you know. Who doesn't? Yeah, it's just just fun. So uh, yeah, we're gonna get back into playing that, and hopefully this comes out soon. But we're gonna get on the books. Maybe even try the audiobooks and see how that goes. Mm. But, um, yeah, then I can just run around making Quen symbols all over the place. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, so um, definitely The Witcher. And um, I wonder when it'll actually come out, though. Like I reckon um, maybe next year or the, the I suppose, the year after. Can't be as bad as Death Note, so... Nah. No, that was... Yeah, that wasn't as that good was as I thought it would be. And also, touching back to what we talked about last week uh, regarding cryptocurrencies, um, last Monday, uh, so today's the 5th of Feb. Is it the 5th of Feb? Yep, today's the 5th of Feb. It's the 5th of Feb. So last Monday, there was a a robbery. um, An armed robbery. An armed robbery. um, The cryptocurrency crisis continues. Yeah, uh, a British family was robbed at, at gunpoint. Um, and they were after Bitcoin specifically. Now, in particular, this guy was a Bitcoin dealer. And they knew exactly what they want. So we're talking these are cyber... Hackers. Cyber cyber robbers. So this is a cyber robbery. And they forced him to load up his computer and transfer Bitcoin to, to them. them directly. And now the family's in hiding. So and there you go. They had their baby, like a newborn baby. And the robbers actually put her in her pram and made the mother wheel her onto the porch. Yeah. And then they brought her back in, held her at gunpoint, until he made the transfer. Which is just, you know, I didn't realise it was that fucking important. Do you know what I mean? Well, look at the exchange rate. But that's what I mean. Like, it's not feasible. No. 
I don't understand why everyone's like, oh my god, this is amazing, and oh my god, I want this, and I want to deal with cryptocurrency when it's just. Well, no. look at it this way: one Bitcoin equals like zero point zero 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 equals zero, you... ten thousand four hundred eighty four point oh two dollars Australian. One Bitcoin. Isn't it the other way around? No, 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 no. Oh, with the conversion of one Australian dollar, it would equal X amount of Bitcoin. But one a Bitcoin, one Bitcoin mm-hmm. equals 10, you know, 10,000, nearly, nearly 10.5 thousand, oh, sorry, yeah, 10,500, nearly $10,500 for one Bitcoin. So you do, you do the math. And say, for instance, if someone's, oh, say like they wanted to transfer, say how many Bitcoin you reckon they did? 500 Bitcoin? Yeah. So roughly. 500 Bitcoin oh, is, what, 5.2 million Australian dollars. But can you not track that? Can they not see where that know. is being spent? Wouldn't it have some sort of, um, not a barcode, but you know how dollars... Like, like the footprint? Yeah. And you know how they are like the from the mint, how they put what release number it was, what batch number it was, and that's how you can tell if it's legitimate or not. Does cryptocurrency not have that? I don't think so, but it's just that's why it's hard to track, and that's why cyber terrorists, cyber crime, you know, black, you know, black market deals. So Yay. it's yeah, it, it gets pretty, pretty. Also, isn't it funny how we, we mentioned this and we made a footnote of cryptocurrency and we started getting people who wanted to, you know... Yeah, <laughs> and people have been messaging me and also commenting on our... like Because we started... Well, I started our YouTube channel for us so that that way if anyone wanted to listen to, free, if, to us for free because you don't want to have... Like, if you don't want to go to SoundCloud and listen on SoundCloud and if you want to listen to episodes that aren't on SoundCloud... You can all our episodes from now on will also be going on to um, YouTube. It might take a, an extra day or so for it to go live because it's like a seventy gig file yeah. to export and compress. So it takes like half a day to edit. But um, yeah, I, people have just been commenting on our videos of our pod, like our podcast episodes on YouTube yeah. and messaging me and emailing me, and it's like, guys, please! I literally had to take the cryptocurrency tag off our video yeah, because we kept getting spammed. I mean, sure, if people want to pay some cryptocurrency, <laughs> no. If you're into uh, it, good. I good. am. But the thing is, it's safer for us to just put real money in a bank because there's security there. Yeah. Now, I'm just... Uh, the, the, the way the market can just crash, if I knew more about it, and I understood it really well. Sure, I, I delve into it. But at this point, it's I, I can see where you think about it. in the past. If there's a small niche that have got into it, they're the ones who are gonna direct because it's a pyramid those. scheme yeah. essentially. So I don't like pyramid schemes. The only pyramid, <laughs> which is funny, because you know so many people, and you're friendly to so many people who try to suck you into so many pyramid schemes, and because you funny. just don't understand what they're talking about. Oh, you're like, yeah, 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 mate. Yeah, sure, no sure. worries. But understanding that it is a pyramid scheme, and you just kind of go, who? Well, I get this percentage, and I get this percentage. So the person above you gets this percentage. How much of that 
goes yeah. to the big pyramid. It's like working for a Christmas bonus at the end of the year. Yeah. It's all, I don't know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But um, I suppose talking about calls and messages from people, um, we then have... A proposed Sentinel satellite that yeah. the um, European Space Agency wants to develop because they think that they're trying to get funding for it and trying to do some research. Yeah. But they want to have a, a satellite that will warn Earth of any impending solar flares. Solar flare! And that sort of thing. So, uh, solar storms. Because, you know, we all work on electromagnetic spectrum. And yeah. So what they got, they want to do, they want to get the satellite up and running. And um, the ESA has been, or the European Space Agency. Look at you go. Do you know I had the biggest fangirl moment when I realised that the star... Oh, there's a new episode of Star Trek Discovery today. Oh, yes. Um, we'll have to watch that. Home. Uh, their insignia is developed from the three world space agencies... I had a fangirl moment, and I was like, oh, my God, I can, I'm can! i an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, my bad. And then we have the Australian Space Service, which is ours. We don't have an Australian Space Service. Not yet, but there's people who are... No, know, ASIO listen <laughs> to all that shit for us <laughs> and the military. Because you know what then you get? You get ass rockets. Ass is now launching a rocket to the moon. <laughs> we see your moon and raise it with an ass. Talking about raising an ass, Apple Music versus Spotify. Apparently, by the American summer, which is like the end of autumn, start of spring for us, something like that. No, start of winter for us. They're estimating that Apple Music subscribers will outweigh Spotify Jeez. subscribers. And this note is coming at a really bad time for Spotify because they're trying to get public because they want to enter the stock exchange. Yep. So this is going to... Because their claim was we are the world's leading streaming music service. But they're not. So now that they're not, that's supposedly going to take a good chunk out of what their exchange rate will be. Wow. But technically, I did some digging and there aren't actual like solid numbers because obviously they're fluctuating all the time and depending on the regions... And that sort of thing. But if you include everyone that is on a trial subscription for both services, Apple Music already outweighs Spotify. But Spotify counts their subscribers as both paying customers and people who are on a trial basis. Whereas Apple Music says our subscribers are only people who are paying and doesn't count the trial users. But if you count the trial users into Apple Music's subscriber count, they already outweigh Spotify. So it'll be interesting to see on a financial large aspect how that's going to impact Spotify, I just thought. Mm, That's cool. I thought so. And um, talking about, you know, moving numbers, um, they've excavated a new mummy um, in Egypt. Uh, A 4,400-year-old tomb was excavated, I'm assuming using the proper excavation material, you know, uh, thermite, uh, TNT, uh, orbital laser cannon. Calm down, Ezio. Okay, Calm sorry, down. sorry. No, so they um, they discovered a... Hello, Ezio. Hello, Ezio. How are you? Thank you for calling. Um, so, yeah, in Giza's Western Cemetery. And they found that it belonged to Heptet, uh, which was a priestess to... Hathor. Hetpet. Sorry. Hetpet, sorry. Hetpet. Hetpet, yeah. Hetpet. 
Um, Hepatet. Yeah, Hepatet. Uh, Priestess to Hathor, the goddess of fertility. And they found that it was really well preserved. And it's from the 5th dynasty. Yeah, where everyone was really prosperous and yeah. building monuments and stuff. So she had like really detailed um, hieroglyphs and murals on her walls yeah. that were very... like. Almost untouched. And you think about it because it hasn't come into contact with oxidation. Or hasn't... Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and the interesting thing is the Old Kingdom's Fifth Dynasty uh, spanned from 2465 BC to 2323 BC. So, um, they found that Hetpet's name and various titles are on the actual inside of the tomb alongside paintings and all that other stuff. Um, So... Yeah, and apparently they show music and dance. So essentially, she was having she's having a party. Head pet was a party life. animal. It's like woot woot, and you can <laughs> drop the bass. <laughs> and you can see from here. I mean, you look at one of the paintings. There's a cow. So um, there's some guy. What looks to be. I don't know, blowing a tube into fireworks. Don't be disrespectful. No, no, no. But that's what they look like. A nation's culture. I'm not. No, no, no. But like the the box sitting down the bottom of the image, it actually looks like. Um, so, what it looks to be is a fire. So they're they're blowing the air into the the is it a kiln or I don't know. So I'm assuming is they're the, trying to light the fire. Oh, so fertility, blah 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 blah. Yeah, maybe. Um, and it looks like some guy's making something. Yeah. So essentially, maybe it's it, it's showing you know depictions of like animals grazing, fishing, bird catching, offering so the sacrifice. Circle of life. Soldiers. Circle of yeah. Life. So they're showing it's way a of life. Circle. Of life. You know the song He Lives in You from The Lion King? Yes. That is not on the Apple Music catalogue. Why not? The original score from the movie is not on the catalogue. Did you know, on a funny note, coming back to last week's podcast, um, technically He Lives in You, that song, we we should have actually played that song while talking about the tapeworm. (laughs) But, But here's the thing, it's a hermaphrodite. Yeah, that is true. And hermaphrodites are gendered as female. So we'd have to change it to, it lives within you. Uh, then you could kind of go, you could go real, real far and go, you could get... I was talking to my mother last night when, just before you came home from work, and she was discussing whether I'm doing the fasting this year, and I was talking to her, and because my grandmother has, I'm not going to play it lightly but she's got like a lot of health issues and she's undergoing her chemotherapy and stuff and she's got blood disorders and so i was telling her how you need to the way to you know decrease your blood pressure is to stop eating salty food because if you eat salty food then the solute is just going to follow the solvent yes and the water is just going to stay in your blood you know you're going to retain water that's going to elevate your blood volume which elevates your blood pressure and she was telling me, well, you know, what foods do you eat? I'm going to go shopping. Do you want tuna? So you're telling me you don't eat tuna. And I'm like, oh, especially after the tapeworm discussion. And I was like, if I can't burn it, if it's not charcoal black, yeah, I'm going to have an issue. And I was watching MKR and they were, char in quotation marks, char grilling. But their version of char grilling was like not even properly like the the prawns were raw and they were quickly like pan searing it except they weren't completely seared and i'm like oh my god salmonella oh my god tapeworm oh my god helmets (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's funny that's why we need space lasers yeah space lasers lasers are cool see there was an actual program um called uh project scalibur 
or the Excalibur program. What did um, they deal with? Basically, it's a non-nuclear optical phased array, high-energy laser is system. Is this the one that they mounted on top of an F2 Raptor? I think so. It's funded by DARPA. And they just went, and you hear it, and it just goes, yeah, and, it goes and yeah, and it was like in night vision. Yeah, and the really cool thing is it, um, it's primarily intended for an atmospheric environment, does not emit X-rays. <laughs> so. Uh, Another article came out today where it's like, oh, it's okay, you don't have to hang up. This is the tagline of the article. You don't have to hang up your phone. Telephones, mobile phones don't cause cancer. And I want to reiterate that your phone's battery, your phone itself, does not emit enough energy to let vibrate or rotate a bond, let alone, neighbour, can you please stop revving your car, let alone break bonds to cause mutation, to accumulate protein, to cause cancer or a tumour. So I need people to please stop believing in this shit. And my mother does the exact same thing where she at her house with my brother. She makes my brother switch the Wi-Fi off because she's scared that they're going <laughs> to contract tumours <laughs> from their modem. Well, look, the way I look at it, when you're getting bond rotation and vibration i i just love van der waals forces they're hilarious now in case some people who are listening don't know what a van they're der waals on the forces, low end version of bonding they're weak like me they're, they're short range electrostatic attractive forces between uncharged molecules look at you quoting uh, you biochemist yeah and essentially what you get is transient electric dipole moments so so it just means you're gonna get bonds that are there but they're not at the same time no so essentially they don't do much like Hence you know, why they're weak. Star Wars stormtroopers. <laughs> Covalent bonds, on the other hand, say for instance, if if you were using a mobile phone and you were breaking covalent bonds every time you answer a phone call, you'd be fucked. You'd be fucked. That's the but nice can way we of putting it. Talk about how DNA is held together. Shut up, fridge. Yes, but by fridge. hydrogen bonds. Yes, and covalent bonds and disulfide bonds. Yes, which are. Covalent bonds. bonds. So I'm just saying, I need people to stop with this bogus research. Like, you know, vaccines give your child autism. Drinking bleach is going to stop your child from having autism. You know, mobile phones are going to give you autism and cancer and tumours. It's it's not how it works you know what what happens though when people get brain surgery and then they hold the phone up to their ear and then they stuff up their stunt or stent uh, yeah stint yeah stent or stint yeah so it's basically I mean phones do have magnets in yeah. them so if you put them near metal on very yeah so like I'm a fan of magnets we have the strongest magnet you can buy legally or one of them yeah well, I think we, it's have, a... we have mini ones, the hardcore ones that we had to actually go and get approved to buy <laughs> that I bought like three years ago, and they sit away from anything electronic, and then you have another industrial magnet. Yeah, it's a it's an N27 neodymium magnet. Yeah. So um, let's just say, just for shits and giggles, I put this thing on the fridge. Um... I pulled the fucking fridge out of the fucking socket like the wall socket yeah we had to move the fridge to get the magnet off that's how strong it is so it literally pulled the fridge away from the wall yeah so they're pretty cool things um my brother the genius when you know back when they had analog televisions uh, analog that's right and the number used to appear 
in like a flashy yellow, you know, white number. He used to get a magnet and he used to hold it up to the television because he thought it was an Etch-a-Sketch and the magnet would wipe away. He literally held it up to the glass. But you know how you put the magnet behind your fingertips? So you, yeah. you hold it and grasp it and he would wipe at the television because he thought it was a fucking Etch- oh. Etch-a-Sketch. And one day he didn't put the magnets back. Oh, he couldn't no. get the magnet to go back in the television. Oh. So my mother switches on the television and she went fucking off. So essentially, so he's done this to the cathode ray tube. Yes. Oh. And then my mother's looked at me and she's gone, because I'm the eldest, and even though it had nothing to do with me, it was my oh. fault, right? So she's had a go at me, and then she's gone to me and said, you need to fucking fix this. Yeah. I'm not buying another television. So then I I spent 30 fucking minutes thinking that I was going to die. <laughs> oh. Just running the magnet back up, and then the cathode went back to the top. And it didn't peel off, like it looked peeled, not like an LCD screen. But do you know what I mean? The, it wasn't working in the top left corner, and then somehow it worked. Yeah. My mother hid the magnet, oh, and it geez. never happened again. But you know the interesting fact is, um, the LCD uh, screens you, you don't, you can't really wreck them or affect them with a magnet. But the old cert TVs definitely, yeah. you can really, really wreck them up. Also too. Um, in case people want to know, because uh, cathode ray tubes bounce electrons around, um, they have vacuums in them. So if you'd hit them with a sledgehammer, they pop back. They, they pop back. So uh, yeah, really cool. Um, unlike people's craniums. Um, oh hit, my god! If you hit them with a crowbar, they don't bounce back. The crowbar does though. Calm down, Azio. Sorry, hello, Azio. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that escalated really bloody quickly. Uh. But my brother, I don't understand. Like my version of being stupid as a kid, right, was eating, like, licking the salt off an olive and the oil off an olive and putting it back for everyone else to eat because I didn't want to eat the olive. I just wanted the salt off it and hiding in cupboards. That's how extreme I was as a child. And here you've got my brother who's trying to drown himself. It's not even... It's, like, literally... If you put your... My mum had a pond in her backyard, right? Since this incident, the incident of of 2003, it has since been filled in. But you could put your... Like, if you were to reach in... Michael, it wouldn't even reach your elbow. It would come up to, like, halfway through your forearm, right? This kid could have stood up in it at any point and it would have been lower than his pelvis. But this child... I don't understand. And thank God they gave him swimming lessons. He decides he wants to lean into this pond in my mother's backyard. And somehow, somewhere, he falls in. And it's not like it's built up. Do you know what I mean? It's not like it was deep. It's not like it was big. It was the size of a small fucking couch. And shallow. And my brother falls in, starts panicking. And nowhere did he think, I should stand up now. (laughs) And then my mother accused me of trying to drown my brother. Oh, that's funny. And then when I explained to her, no, your son fell in, I saved his life for the second time thus far, she said, okay, maybe I should enrol him in swimming lessons. My brother's just silly. Like, he's not stupid. Like, he goes to Melbourne Uni. He's got to be smart. But, you know, I just don't understand. How do kids become so different? 
Um, I believe it's called Evolution. Um, no, 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 but like because some- the same generation, right? How did how come I'm not like trying to drown myself? How come I'm not trying to set myself on fire? I don't know. And he did. I don't know. I mean, I fell out of a lot he- of trees. That's why I used to like climbing trees, that- and then my grandmother was like, "Oh no, careful! You might fall out and no longer be a virgin, and then we can't marry you off." But we found there was a correlation between the amount of holes in the backyard and how many times I fell out of trees. You don't say, Sherlock. And that's why we No, not you, Sherlock. That's why Borderline nearly changed my name to Doug. 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 My name's Doug. Also, I was thinking we should have done physics. You know why? Why? Because then we can work with particles so small, we can make fat jokes about the locus coerulius. The what, Doug? Coerulius. Basically, it's um, uh, you know, a nucleus in the ponds of the brainstem, which is involved with physiological responses to stress and panic. The nucleus yeah, in the, the brainstem. In the ponds of the brainstem. Which one? I don't know. I'm not a physicist. No, no, no. That's, neuro, that's yeah. neurobiological, yeah. right? Are you talking about the substantia nigra? Maybe. I don't know. I'm just thinking about... Re- say that sentence all so over again. So basically the locus coeruleus. Um, it's a nucleus in the ponds of the brainstem, which is involved with physiological responses to panic and stress, and it's part of the reticular activating system. It's part, I, th- I think yeah. it's in the rhomboid fossa. Okay, that makes in sense. In the rhomboid fossa! Do you know what a fossa is? Um, Do you know what the glenoid fossa is? No. Okay. No. Glenohumeral joint? Yay! Do you know what the glenohumeral joint is? No. I probably could. Glenohumeral joint is in shoulder. your shoulder. Yay! So that would mean I would potentially be a shoulder. If brain. you want to get an extra bonus half a mark, in yes. an anatomy exam, when someone asks you what the glimmer, what the shoulder joint, you know, what this joint is, and I'm point, pointing to my shoulder, you don't say shoulder joint, you say glenohumeral joint. Okay, fossa. <laughs> no, the fossa is like the actual bit where the head of the humerus sits on your scapula, like near your scapula. That's what the glenoid fossa is. Mm. That's why I like telling jokes about, you know, leg bones. And Do you know what the leg bones are? Well, they're humerus. Uh, <laughs> no. Why? I thought that was the a humor. Hit. Humorous is your arm. The femur. Femur. Yeah. But I thought it was a, a a very hip joke. No, it wasn't hip. It needs to be anatomically correct for uh-huh. it to be hip. But what about if I was standing in a room? Would I be hip to be a square or a cube? Just hip to be a hip square. Hip to be a cube. Well, technically a square and a cube are the same thing. Yes. It's just that a cube is multifaceted square. You've just got to make sure you stand at the right angle. Uh-huh. <laughs> is that 90 degrees? <laughs> yeah. So, um, we can Look, cl- physics was the only science subject I didn't do in high school. I know how to do it if there's a formula. I love mathematical formulas, okay? But I don't need physics to do what I want to do. You know what I mean? I can plug a formula, that's fine. I can understand what the formula means, but that's it. I don't need physics. I ain't trying to be an engineer or a fighter pilot, so. Mm. I can derive, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What are your thoughts on chewing gum? I love chewing gum, only the sugar free though. Sugar free. Interesting fact, did you know that it was um, made, well, discovered in 1870? Do you know that I have a cousin on my dad's side of the family? My dad's eldest cousin's daughter, right? She was like my sister growing up. And she told me that, Steph, you can only swallow seven chewing gums 
in your whole life. And if you swallow an eighth, you die. Wow. So, do you know what I did accidentally you one day? Them. Outside Kilo Down Shopping Centre, outside the um, fishmonger, I accidentally swallowed a chewing gum. And it was my eighth chewing gum. And you freaked out. And I was very, very scared. And then my dad's mother, my paternal grandmother, says, why are you crying? And I said, no joke, I think this is my last moment on earth. And then do you know what she proceeded to do? Whack me across the back of the head and say, you're a fucking idiot. Hold my fucking candles. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Fucking Macedonians. Any mahoozle, I am not going to touch on this Greece slash Macedonia thing because, look, I am both. I'm Greek because I was christened that way. So that way, if my grandparents needed me to do something, I wouldn't get shot on the border. But it's just bullshit. Just let the Macedonians be fucking Macedonians. Do you know what I mean? You claim some of their land. Don't fucking take everything. And just let them be whatever the fuck they want. You don't even live in those borders. This shit's been going on for fucking too long. I don't think it'll ever end. It's been gone on since 91. We're no longer Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia was fucking... They don't ask fucking Cyprus to be the fucking former Republic of Greece. They don't say that to Turkey. Just leave fucking Macedonia alone. So, I have a question for you. What would I happen... I smart travel and see what it says about us. What would happen if a convoy carrying Moro oil... Moro. ...drove down the border? What would happen? Okay, I need to know why... Our next door neighbour is revving his fucking ute. Alright? I reckon he's doing a service. Sure he's doing a service. In his fucking front yard. Probably. Talking about making things and servicing things. High degree of caution. Oh. Last updated yesterday. Exercise a high degree of caution in the former Yugoslav Republic of Macedonia. Public and political tensions have been high. Some recent protests have turned violent. Jesus fucking Christ. Every experiences earthquakes in Orid, which is where Bubba's from. Well, wow. so I should ask Bubba if things have been a bit shaky at her place. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> you know, she's been bugging my mum to bug me and being like, "Oh my god, she's going back to uni. We need to have her over more." And my mum's already like, "Oh, so what are you doing for your birthday?" And I'm like, "It's literally two months away. It's in the middle of holidays, but towards yep. the end, I'll be studying." got shit to do like i'm dreading you don't understand i'm equally excited to go back to uni because in a month's time i'm back at uni i'm equally excited to go back but i'm also fucking shitting myself because it's 30 it's my final year if i don't get into honors what do i do then do i just do law well i'll tell you what what we can do is i can bring home a box of um elmer's glue and some borax and we can make silly putty look don't get started with the borax no, 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 but what I'm saying, that's how you make silly putty. Oh my god. Literally. What about the kids who eat it? Well, technically, I used to eat clag. Yeah, look how you turned out. I turned out fine, both of us. <laughs> um, but yeah, I see all these people making silly putty. Do you know what I like? Kinetic sand. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get some kinetic sand. Do you know sand. what I also want to do one day, maybe during winter? I want to make my own candles. Done. I know it's expensive. But, but on I'd one like condition, to. you get to make candles, and I make the I get to make silly putty. So you were gonna say thermite or 
Um, what's that? Hello, Azio. I'm not making. What's that one you made with your uncle and your uncle let you light? Napalm. That's the one. And I was gonna be like, fuck, not in my hair. Mind you, nine years old on a farm. What else? How did he? Was he just like, yeah, carry on? Well, he. Or did he express any form of concern? Well, he asked me, "What are you doing?" And I said, "I want to see what happens when I light this." Mind you, there was plenty of sand around. And then he say, "Oh, you need more polystyrene." No, he he asked me what I was doing with the, the polystyrene, and from what I read from the encyclopedias and everything, um, essentially I under I got the picture that this. Okay, would... but this is your uncle who knows everything, right? Yeah. So did he did he just kind of go? He, I think he figured on with. He caught on with. He the... caught on pretty quick what I was doing. And so did he just go carry on and walked away? Well, first or did he, he queried say... it, but then I said no. There's enough. Space here. There's nothing in damage. I'm using a small amount. I've worked out the ratios. I've worked out the. I'm nine years old. I've worked out the ratios. Yeah, pretty much. So. I need equal parts cesium and water. Mm, so no, I just did the polystyrene and yeah. So basically, yeah, rudimentary napalm on a small scale. And did he just watch you light this shit up, or was he like, "I'm going away in case your mother finds me"? No, basically, it just fought. There was like about a handful. Yeah, but did he watch you light it, or did he go carry on? I got to no, go no, no. He because stood if there. your mother sees me, I'm fucked. No, no, no. He uh, walked over and grabbed the hose. No. So yeah, he had the he had the hose on standby. So <laughs> he was expecting little full metal chicken's eyebrows to be caught on yeah, fire. Yeah, but the thing was, I either had gloves and I had a safety. You, sh- are there photos of this? Uh no. But I had <sighs> I had safety glasses, like a welding helmet. And so he saw you carrying this shit. Yeah. A quarter of you know a mile, a, a fucking kilometer down your driveway. No, not 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 so much. More like. I'd say 50 metres from the house. Oh, so you weren't that safe? No, there was. There's lots of dirt on the farm. Lots of dirt. So and I, he just saw you carrying all this welding shit, and he's like, I better check on my nephew, see what the fuck's I just dug there. a hole, and then, you know, put the, the polystyrene <sighs> in the hole, then I put the other ingredients. And you packed it. And then I just lit it. And Did he go, maybe I should light this shit? Or did he was just letting you run the show? I, he just let me run the show. And then were you like, yay? And he's like, shut up, I have to... Yeah, and it just formed a gel. What did he say, wow? He just kind of went, what are you going to do with that? It's like, I just wanted to see the uh, the reaction. The reaction? And he's like, what are you going to use it for? Well, we can potentially use it for lots of things. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but... Uh, and he never let you do it again, or were you like... No, nah, I didn't do it again. It's like, you just upgrade to explosives then. Oh, Controlled explosives at age nine. No, 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 no. I calculated the ratios. Older, yeah. <laughs> but you know, we blew a tree up. Yeah, <laughs> bullshit rounds. So. All right, everyone. So uh, on that topic, I'm gonna probably make a sandwich. Yep. And then um, you got to chuff off to work. You got to be there in 45, and I'm gonna oh, sit yeah. here and listen to this back. Yep. And uh, watch some flicks net. So uh, yeah. Um, and, uh, and just on a side note, for all those people listening who like shredded cheese, that's great. Um, They'll be having a great day. Great day. Good luck, everyone who um, in Southeast Australia. We're getting another heat wave buff. Another heat wave Take buff. Take care, drink plenty of water, check in with your pets, bring them inside, look after the elderly. Yep. Teach Call your grandparents. Teach them origami. Sure all right. And we shall see you the next week. Next week's, yes, has fun. Hey, what are your plans for the week? I'm gonna make silly putty. Uh, are we? Out? I said winter. Yeah, for winter, I'm gonna make silly putty. But we're doing winter. it during winter. I'm not doing it now. Oh, okay. For winter, yeah. I'm How gonna... do you make silly putty? I have easily to borax and just Elmer's glue. You just get glue and uh, just get glue. What kind of glue? Cloud glue. Elmer's glue. <laughs>
Elmo's. Elmo's, not Elmo. <laughs> put glue in Elmo. <laughs> what if you put, um, what, what's that shit that you made explode? In Elmo, and then uh, packed it in Elmo. What if you took all the, like, the plushy shit out of Elmo, packed that with polystyrene, well, something and lit t- that? Hi, some- Azio, hope you're having a great day. Something- um, can you make me dinner tonight? Something tells me that Elmo would not be hello Elmo. Elmo. <laughs> He'd be hell no Elmo. And he would be goodbye, Elmo. <laughs> Flaming asshole, you know. Uh, good times, great yes. times. All right, everyone. Hope you're having a fantastic, splendiferous day. We will see you next week. No big plans from us here. And that's it. Yep. That's it. Au revoir for now. Au revoir. Da-da-da. Da-da-da.